once a week we argue that old chestnut which is better x or y also a chestnut appreciation podcast i am your host tyler the crocs of this podcast i'm your co-host jordan the keds of this podcast and i'm also a host kevin the payless shoe source of this podcast wait did Payless have their own? Like, yeah, they, they have their own. They do make their own shoes. They're pretty bad. Yeah, they're awful, but they're a shoe. What are, I like what how are, we all picked terrible shoes. Yeah, I what are your heads? You don't know Keds? Come on, are those like weren't Heelys? You, weren't, weren't you a skater? No, dude. Keds are like the worst shoes. They're they're literally made by U.S. rubber. <laughs> oh man, they are a shoe company that is created by a a rubber conglomerate. What what were those sweet shoes that you had that had like recycled tire and Oh that's like simple shoes. A little shout out for them. They make all their stuff out of like recycled stuff. It's pretty yeah. cool. I I I personally still think that Crocs are gonna make a comeback. Nope. Uh forty episodes, my opinion has not changed. I knew you were gonna pick that by the way. Did they go out of fashion? Wait, were they ever in fashion? No. First um, of all, no. So they're, they were all, no. already primed for a comeback at their at release date. They were never fashionable. <laughs> no, dude, they're getting there. They're getting there. It's gonna. Uh, they'll be so ironic. It's like I'll just walk around wearing my Crocs. Carrying. I know we already did a Crocs category, <laughs> but like if we could go do Crocs versus Uggs, that would be. Or or just Crocs versus. Versus anything, so that we could just say, "Hey, they're not Crocs good." Crocs versus going around with bare feet, even in the snow. I'll still go bare feet. Cro- Crocs versus Valley Forge. Valley Forge. Hey, I'm time. I'm I'm holding out for my Krugs. I just whenever whenever those Croc Uggs. Oh man, <laughs> invariably. If we can have somebody do a quick fan art sketch of Croc Uggs, just, just got draw some, holes. Draw some Uggs boots, but with holes in the bottom. Holes. That would be absolutely no, fantastic. Holes all the way up the side, so the, the and, water can drain out of your ankles. But also those yeah. pom-pom thingies. And uh, a sailor needs to be wearing them. Yeah. Um, uh, ooh, bad news, guys. Healy's Incorporated is down $5 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are, are they company. down and out, though? Are no. they down and out? Uh, please. Okay, Healy's are never out. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one... That's the one shoe that will never go out of fashion. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw Tyra Banks wearing. Well, they're some of those. yeah, they're a metaphor for the American spirit. Yeah, we might Always be on the move down 13 trillion, but we're not out. Oh, man, you know what argument we need to have? What? Oh, can we just open the show with this? No, I'll tell you what argument. No, 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 no. This one's good. This one's good. I don't. I don't even think have we even introed the show. I, I, there are some people out there who have no idea what this is, but. Oh, they you should know. have started with a different episode then. Yeah, right. yeah, suck it, you episode forty. Yeah, inner. wait, screw, this... screw you, all you new fans <laughs> this, that want to like our show. This no, 39? this is forty. No, this 40. is forty. Yeah. Oh, the big four zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man, over the oh, hill, man. man. This show are we? Are we? Are we experiencing a, a podcasting midlife crisis right now? We are. Yeah, we are balding. Like, I bought us. I bought us a podcast Ferrari just for us. <laughs> Are we gonna go pick up chicks in it? Pick Without up pod- our... podcast chicks, yeah, yeah. All those what six. If our, what if our pod wife finds out? Oh, uh, she's too busy with our pod children. You mean uh, Eric Terribio? Yes, our, our pod he, wife. He is our pod wife and our pod and our child. and our pod sugar daddy and our pod life partner. Uh, Jordan, <laughs> did you did you have a question? 
first off, let me say what this show is. This is our podcast where we take <laughs> would you rather and versus questions from you, the listener, sent to our email, our form spring, our Facebook, and what have you, and we argue them out here on the show, and between us, find out really who is the best. So, Jordan, if you really have a... a a strong inkling. Uh, I, have I mean, a, I have five questions. If you ready, guys I can bump one, you can bump one. If you guys don't <laughs> like it, we could just edit this out. But All right. I would really like to argue Healy's versus Ripstick. Oh man, <laughs> Ripstick. Um, I've Which seen is... two people break their arm on a Ripstick. So and and one of those persons also went out and bought a pair of Healy's. I wait, like well, they, I, I'd imagine Tom did so. or Lambert? No, wait. I thought Canada broke his arm. Ah, no, he 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 sprained it. He didn't break it. <laughs> Tom and Lambert were the only two people that yeah. broke their arm. Yeah, Kevin and I lived on a a sophomore hall with a bunch of kids who bought ripsticks, and it was <laughs> they, epidemic. They, they were freshmen. They weren't twelve year olds. <laughs> we, we just we just lived in a hallway of like uh an orphanage yeah we we actually we lived in a kindergarten class we just sort of like while they were while it was nap time we just sort of ate lunch and we lived we lived in a cider house and it ruled so yeah there were rules and we i mean i think it's a fair question but it's also one that i can vote on right now (laughs) because i i never got that wiggle waggle down for the ripstick well, like you never, the, you never got that wiggle, 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 yeah. No, I. I <laughs> That's mean, what they're talking about in in uh, sexy, and I know it, right? I was I was equally inept when it came to Healy's, but at least like I could get you know three feet before I you know skidded to a halt. Whereas with a ripstick, I couldn't even get a moving. Here's the problem with the ripstick: is that even if you're good at it, you look like an idiot, and you look stupid. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, look at As that. As opposed kid. to everyone with Healy's. <laughs> you look like a boss with Heelys. With a ripstick, he's like, oh, hey, look. Every obese third grader <laughs> who just doesn't want to lift his legs. Uh, you know, like, you see somebody ripsticking down there, you're like, oh, that kid looks like he's about to fall 40,000 times, but then he doesn't. Like, oh, that's pretty cool, right? No, no, it's not, actually. Um, whereas Heelys, I think you could wear Heelys now and you would look pretty fly. As you fly past, I yeah. don't know. They're they're basically platform shoes because to fit those little wheels in, they bump up like they bump you up like an inch and a half. Well, there you go. That's even better. So if you're short, then yeah, go for Heelys. That increases your yeah. That increases your lady pool that you can go after. It's also going to be great for while you're campaigning. You just need that platform. Yeah, get that um, platform and bring back disco while you're at it, and make it roll. Uh, bring back roller disco. My brother. I don't think ever had a pair of Heelys, but he hit, did have a pair of like grindies. <laughs> oh, soaps with soaps with man. bits of plastic, so you could run and like parkour and grind on that edge. Of, <laughs> soaps like, well known for uh, endorsing Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Adventure Two to the point where there were ads all over the city for soaps, <laughs> and Sonic started grinding on things in that game. It was pretty ridiculous. Uh, hey, that's a that's proof that product placement works. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, so no, no, I, there was, there was a friend of mine, uh, from second or third grade, uh, who was notorious in my friend group for being the rich kid who bought all the fad things. Like, he had a Furby before everyone else and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
Anyways, he had a pair of soaps. And this, I guess it was like fourth grade or something. And he just started grinding on things. And it was like, that was like the first moment in my entire life where I recognized that some that guy is doing something incredibly tooly. <laughs> uh, excuse I mean, me. you would have. Uh, you would have thought it was the the yo-yo fad that he brought with his forty dollar yo-yo, but oh yeah, no, Omega. Soaps. Hold, hold up, soaps shoes. Point for Heelys and soaps. I'm gonna give you a list of some of the basic tricks that you can do <laughs> on soaps. Uh, oh man, lay it uh, on me. A, a la um, Wikipedia. Here we go. Front side. The most basic trick. You run up and grind with your feet perpendicular to the rail. The Royale. Both your feet oh. are tweaked out in the direction you are grinding. Oh, the, man. The drag queen, grinding <laughs> with your front foot while your trailing foot is sliding on the toe. Yeah. And of course, I, I didn't realize that soaps were such a, a big part of the drag community. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, RuPaul loved soaps. Um, Whoa. And finally, Thanks. the suicide. You grind with only your front foot and grab your back foot with your front hand. Yeah, and that... And that is you, a suicide. And then you call your mom because you're dead. Because you just slammed your head into the concrete. Yeah, you guys... it's it's kind of like, you know, when you have to put your your two teeth in milk, except it's your entire body. It's <laughs> from your the rest of your body. Did uh did you guys realize that Healy's actually owns soaps now? And they have a yeah. they oh, have a yeah, hybrid oh, shoe that has both the Healy wheels and the soap grind plate. The At that hope? point, though, why don't the... you just get, like, rollerblades? Is it called the Hope? For That's mankind? what they should have called it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, at that, yeah, at that point, why don't you just buy some rollerblades, buddy? Yeah, but, Kevin, you can wear these shoes. They look like normal shoes. <laughs> Except <laughs> they increase your height by, like, two inches, and yeah, they but... look stupid. Guess what? Rollerblades do the same thing. <laughs> they increase Not... your height by two inches. Another fear that I've always had with ripsticks is that that like that warbly motion. If I'm wearing some jeans, I might, you know, I might rip. I might develop a tear. They're not exactly, you know, the the most conducive thing to, you know, tight fitting clothing. But Tyler, it is going to improve your hulaing skills. Ooh, that's true. And oh, lady, yeah. ladies love a luau. They well, do. And also, ladies will jump all over you if you can hula hoop for 60 seconds or more. Not only that, but just, like, think of all the times when you are impromptu challenged to a hula mat to, like, defend your girl or your honor or your... That's, like, your, every day. Your daimyo. You, like, you gotta, you gotta come with the hula skill. That's true. You gotta make it happen. Um, kids, kids these days, they're just punching out the middles of garbage cans to work on their hula skills. I think there's an easier way to do it. Not down on the mean streets of Steel City. Oh, good point. Oh, I forgot. Remember that? Remember that episode of The Wire where they were just hula hooping (laughs) with trash can lids the whole episode? That was great. I loved that. All right, we gotta we gotta take a vote on this. Uh, I'm going with Thielys, and also soaps by association. Uh, I'm gonna go with ripsticks, uh, just because. Man, it's like a skateboard with just two wheels. How about that? It's like surfing on the ground. <laughs> I'm going Heelys because uh, yeah. if you take if you take a ripstick and you're like gonna try to get somewhere, it's gonna take you four hours. 
At least with Heelys, you're kind of going a little bit fast. If you're going downhill. But how do you <laughs> stop? Well, and if if, it's, if you're going up, then you just walk with your shoes. Yeah. If you're trying to go up, uphill on a ripstick, you're going to die. Well, you're going to die regardless. Of well, yeah, that's say. true. It's a good point. You will. Andrew Bartell Lambert will tell you all of these things. Andrew Lambert Bartell will tell you. But you will get a really wicked, awesome-looking scar. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and screws in your arm, so you yeah. look like the freaking bionic man. All, all very we, good points. So, but still, I'm going, so with, Jordan, going with Healy still. So, Jordan, next time you have to choose between uh, Healy's and a ripstick, go with Healy's, you dumbo. <laughs> or... Or I could just all over the place. Or I could just live in you know 2012 and not like the late or the early 2000s. Yeah, well, whatever. You're you're the worst part of this podcast. All right. That was the best question. Our our first real question comes to us from Murph Murphy, big fan of the show, and can we just start calling him Murph Squared? Yeah, Murph Squared uh, would like to know: Would you rather? Have the Inception machine or the Total Recall machine go? So would you rather be able to go into other people's dreams or be able to insert memories into yourself? Uh, isn't, that, isn't that what Inception... Okay, Inception is going into dreams and putting an idea in there. Yeah, in somebody else. Whereas Total Recall is you it's can putting like, a memory craft your memories. You can craft your life and identity. Well, yeah, you can tell yourself to get to Mars. <laughs> um, uh, I, I feel like um, wait, wait, so but they're only your memories, right? Yes. Although, if you have the Total Recall machine, I guess yes, you could, you could put it into other people. But I think it's a pretty elaborate process. I think you'd need some consent. I mean, that would be pretty, oh, oh, you need consent. Because otherwise, you could just be like, you could like toss memories into people and be like, hey, remember that time you told me you were going to put pick me up at the airport? Let's go back. Boom. There it is. Because um, I'm always, I always need a ride from the airport. You're, you're, you're frequently left behind. Yeah. Oh, gosh. How did I not think this through? I got the airline ticket, but I got no transportation. You did write all those novels, though, so that was one thing. The Left Behind Saga. Oh, I thought you were alluding to Michael Crichton. Um, somehow. But... See, the Total Recall machine, yeah, you can, like, you know, you can convince yourself that you're a billionaire playboy like Batman, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you actually are. It just means that you're delusional. Unless... With the Total Recall machine, I'm not sure. Can you do like a Matrix teach yourself kung fu type thing? No, I don't think you can do that. Also, to get those memories out, I've been for the past minute reading Total Recall movie quotes. <laughs> they're really funny. Uh, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to take like a nose device uh, and stick it up your nose. But don't worry, your past self will inform you. Don't worry, it's self-guiding. Just shove real hard. <laughs> When you hear a crunch, you're there. Now pull it out. Be careful. That's my head, too. <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. Uh, for listeners who haven't seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger 1990 Total Recall movie, oh, go, so go do it. It's go so do it right good. now. You'll, you'll see, like, a deformed fetus living on, like, somebody's chest, oh, and yeah. he's the leader of a revolution. <laughs> the fetuses, not the guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, something for Inception, though. You get to go into those crazy dream worlds where it's like every single time it's like lucid dreaming. Yeah. It's just with, you know, people chasing you a lot. Well, and, and, and all your dreams are going to be like like action films. You know, it's yeah. just going to be a different setting. And also, in, very much like real life, all my dreams will feature a very dapperly dressed Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So That's true. Although there's always a chance that it's going to go 500 days of summer on you. Ooh, and nobody wants to go then there. It's just, then it's just going to get depressing, and you're going to learn a thing or two about well, but about, about, about not love. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're using the Inception machine, you got a you got a pretty tight squad there. You got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you got Ellen Page, you got Leonardo DiCaprio, who's a little heavy, but don't hold that against him. Um, you got Ken Watanabe. I I mean, like, and if you run into trouble, he'll just buy that airline. Yeah, done. Um, like having those guys run through your dreams or other people's dreams with you, so you're like telling people that they want to eat McGriddles. Like that'd be pretty sweet. Um, I'm so that, lonely that for breakfast. The, that was the entire plot of Inception. Sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but we should have put a tag on this episode. <laughs> I'm so lonely. I need people to eat McGriddles with me, but nobody likes them. <laughs> But, like, if you're using the Total Recall machine, basically that means that all of your memories are going to be narrated by Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, like, remember, remember, that, remember that time you went fishing with your dad at the pond and you caught a red snapper? That was <laughs> that a lot like of fun. An, that, that sounded like an Asian Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's yeah, Asian, you know, right? Austria is part of um, Asia, Asia Minor. Minor. Yeah. yeah. Glad that we both landed on the same place there. Yeah, just, you know, kind of throw a dart at the map. Uh, so, that's, but Total Recall Machine, you can't, you don't have the, uh, the death risk. Because Inception, you know, there's always, there's always a chance that you might die and not get, like, kicked in time. Well, no, 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 that's not a risk of death. That's a risk of becoming a vegetable. Oh, well, which is so much better than death. (laughs) Sanctity of life. Still alive, as a vegetable. Hey, you might, if you, also, I'm, can we just assume everyone's listened to, uh, uh, has already seen Inception? At this uh, point we can time? assume that everyone has listened to Inception, the audiobook. Yes. Uh, I don't know about seeing it, though. You can get out eventually. I mean, Ken Watanabe was stuck down there for years and years, but Leo, Leo found him as Ken Watanabe was like a 130-year-old dude and said, do you remember the thing we were going to do? I'm paraphrasing. But... <laughs> I, I love it. Go ahead. I want, uh, I want to hear the audiobook so narrated, narrated by Jordan. Do you remember that thing we were going to do? You that can, 4th of July barbecue. You can, like, go inside your dreams and stuff. And, and you train people to do things. And you tell them what to do. That's pretty much how it works. But with Total Recall, you can, like, you know, you can put so many happy memories in your brain. So many, like, warm associations with smells. Like, you can put in the memory that the remake of Total Recall with Colin Farrell never happened. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Did you see it, by the way? No, but I I... will... But I'm yeah, I'll see it. I'm I'll see it. it. I don't know. I've got I've got a theater that does five dollar free popcorn Mondays for any movie, so I'm seeing everything. <laughs> um, Will Ferrell, here I come. 
You're just going to do it for the free popcorn. Unlimited popcorn. $5 popcorn, really. Unlimited. With a free place to eat it. <laughs> Unlimited artery hardening. Where do I sign? Um, well, let's, let's look at the ladies that are, that are backed up by both machines. Um, with the Inception machine, you're going to drive your girlfriend slash wife totally insane. And That's then she's going to yeah. kill herself. True. Um, Total Recall Machine, you're going to have a wife that's actually a secret agent who's trying to kill you. Yeah, but you also have a love interest. You'll have a real love interest. Outside. Right. And somebody who's not Who in, the, in the remake will be just <laughs> You'll have Beale. your wife and then your real love interest. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness, right? Well, at least with the Total Recall Machine, your, life, your wife wouldn't be named Maul. 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 Yeah, and with the Inception machine, your wife is probably also going to be. No, I'm not. I'm not going to finish this. That's that's a too recent spoiler. <laughs> All right. So, does Total Recall have any fantastic horns that play periodically after you have your new memories? Um, it does have a scene where uh, Arnold's uh, the the air outside of Mars like evaporates or disappears and Arnold's eyes start popping out. So <gasps> which is always and, good. And those 1990 special effects, they have aged wonderfully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. The uh, Total Recall machine's going to look real dated. Well, unless we get the Colin Farrell edition, but I don't I don't really even want to Nobody that. nobody wants that. No. What is preventing you from incepting into somebody and then planting the idea of a total recall machine into their dream? Well, what's. And then total recalling them in the dream. What if you total recalled the memory that they were Leonardo DiCaprio in Inception? Oh, what if everybody just total recalled themselves? Into being Leo DiCaprio. What if both of those things were true, and also none of it was true because this is actually the Matrix, and the and the robots oh, are using us that, as human batteries. That top, that top is still spinning. It's still spinning. <laughs> what if, on top of all of that, the the robots are actually not using us as batteries, but to feed other robots and calling it Soylent Green? And what if it was Earth all along? And it was Earth all along. Oh, man. And Darth Vader is your father. And Kaiser Sose is your uncle. <laughs> All right. I think we've just spoiled every movie ever made for everyone. Uh, and, and, and also that he, one dude is a, or that one lady is a dude. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. And Digimon are digital monsters. All right, so let's take this vote. Uh, I'm going to go with the Inception Machine. Because I want to run around on ceilings, would love it. And really, I mean, they both have the same end result. Well, I'm gonna go. To I'm it. gonna go with Total Recall. Because if I am not me, then who the hell am I? Uh, I am gonna go with Total Recall because even if I go with the Inception Machine, I'm not gonna be able to incept myself with the idea to work out more. Because Leo, you just gotta drop a little bit of that gut. <laughs> It's just, it's just in the face too. It's hard to lose face weight. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's not looking as tight as he was in gangs in New York. So, Murph Murphy, next time you have to choose between an Inception or a Total Recall machine, just go with that new Total Recall. Just chill out with Colin Farrell and then maybe, you know, maybe blast those apps. Maybe maybe learn a thing or two. Yeah, there's no maybe about the, the app blasting. Yeah, maybe uh, Total Recall just a you know, a healthy respect for your own body and then also a, a hellish will to become fit. Because who doesn't want one of those? Um, our next question comes to us. Uh, speaking of uh, staying fit, our next question comes to us from my ex-roommate Skippy. Thank you so much. Who, I forgot to mention last time, uh, most strongly identifies with Farfetch'd, the duck onion type. Thank yeah. you, somebody. And he wants to know, Taco Bell's Doritos Locos Taco versus KFC's Double Down, go. I think I may be the only one on this podcast to have eaten both of those in one sitting, so I have well, a special I have had, here. I have had one and a half Double Downs in one sitting. Oh, and gosh. I have had neither of those things yet. So, all right, we have, we have all of the bases covered, and we have a... A non-biased third party. Third party. You're the control group. Okay. And, um... I will say that conceptually, I love both of these things. I really, really would have... I'd give a lot of money to have been in the board meetings for either of those. Oh, yeah. Although I feel like... I feel like the Doritos Los Tacos... Tacos Los... Crazy Dorito Taco (laughs) is, um... Is a little bit less creative, because I mean, who hasn't thought that like, oh, Doritos are like powdered cheese, uh, hard shells. So yeah, that would make sense. I just no one thought they'd actually do it. Whereas, it's it's pretty ballsy to make a sandwich with two pieces <laughs> of, of meat chicken. as um, the buns and cheese, special sauce, and bacon as the. Uh, as the middle. Yeah, and, and let, I think... Let's not forget, it's the same company that brought us the uh, famous bowl. The famous bowl. <laughs> um, well, and I think hey, the Doritos Locos Tacos is is even... The Doritos Locos Tacos is even less innovative in that they probably just thought, like, hey, who comes to our restaurant? Really lazy burnouts at, like, 2 in the morning. And potheads. What else do they eat? Doritos all the time. And Mountain Dew. They freeze it and just make popsicles out of it. Baja Blast, man. Yeah, the Baja Blast that you can only drink at Taco Bell. So it's like, it was pretty much a no-brainer. Like, make a taco out of the food that that people eat in gobs. Because, like, once you open a bag of Doritos, you can't... There's no putting it away. There's only throwing it away. Now, Tyler, let me ask you this, our our, uh, podcast expert on... Not liking things on him. Uh, yes. Do you prefer the the burning hot grease of the <laughs> Double Down or the uh, orange powder coating that the Doritos uh, Locos Tacos is going to do to your hands? Uh, I'm glad you asked because I was going to bring this up. Um, <laughs> see, Dorito Doritos are delicious, but that Dorito powder gets under your nails. And then like stains your fingers and it's... no, but Tyler, that's that's just flavor that you can access later on, like days yeah, later, like during a job interview. Um, Let me just um, chew on that now. Um, so, Doritos, oh, good. 
But the double down, if you're trying to eat one of those bad boys, like bareback, then you're you're gonna get all your hands will. It's like you're wearing latex latex gloves. Only the latex is 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 set. Um, but thankfully, now Kevin, you're gonna have to tell me how they do the Los Tacos. But with the double down, they give it to you in like a hash brown bag that is <laughs> that soaks up all the grease and prevents you from a- actually having to touch the chicken. Well, it also just prepares you for like like this is gonna be a bad decision. Like we're we're giving it to you in a thin like layer of of wax paper, much like you would kind of toss somebody like a dirty rag or something. Um, the Doritos Logos Taco, I think they wrap it just just pretty much you know in the standard taco wrapping. But just a note: don't put it in the fridge and eat it later because <laughs> it tastes awful. All that Dorito powder somehow loses its flavor in the cold. So somehow probably gets soggy too, doesn't it? Uh, yes. So I guess, you know, if you're in Alaska, you're going to not want to do a Doritos Locos taco ever. Um, uh, so here's a question I have for you guys, since you've both eaten double downs. Now, if I walk into KFC and I smuggle a bun with me uh, and I order a double down and pull out that bun and then just put the double down in between the bun. Am I going to be shot on sight? Yeah. They would just they would just start pelting you with delicious buttery biscuits. <laughs> Dude, their biscuits are the best. They are. Well, they... no, they're second to Red Lobster. Uh, oh, I mean they're no Cheddar Bay, but if you're going for just a uh, butter my buns and call me a biscuit, then KFC is the best place out there. Oh, I'm always um, going for that. See, now the double down you, it's like a one-stop shop for so many things that you need in a day. <laughs> like Cheese, uh, bacon, deep fry, yeah, low-density low lipoprotein. It's got uh, mystery sauce. A double down has 540 calories. That's a quarter of your daily intake taken care of. Only a quarter? Oh, yeah. a 2,000-calorie diet is healthy. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah, so. 2,000 calories is average. Double down uh, for breakfast, double down for lunch, double down for dinner, and then a nice little midnight Double down snack. for midnight uh, snack. Careful exactly. there, Kevin, because it has a quarter of your calories, but it has half of your daily value of fat. How much and saturated it, fat there, Tyler? Uh, it just says fat. It, oh, they don't even want to go in depth. Well, it's it has so much saturated fat, it's not even just the fat that's saturated, it's everything. It's like saturated protein, saturated carbohydrates, saturated vitamin A. It's all saturated. And it has... 1,380 milligrams of sodium, <laughs> which, uh, which is, is twice your half. daily intake. <laughs> well, wait, I thought your daily intake of sodium was like 240. No, it's, I think it's like 1,000 milligrams. It is it is more, I think, than your daily intake is supposed to be. I don't really? know. Either way, that's we're not look up the food it's not healthy. Uh, yeah, it's... But no, but how, that's like, good, though, because... Like, all that salt is going to preserve the food in your stomach, so that it's not going to go bad. Let's say you go abroad, though. Would you rather be like, oh, yeah, you know, over in America we have a, a taco that's, you know, uses Dorito shells. Or, yeah, back in the U.S., we have sandwiches where fried chicken <laughs> is the buns. And um, cheese and bacon is the lunch meat. I think this is twofold. First, 
I think nobody's nobody a lot of abroad is gonna know what Doritos are, so you can just not well, tell not them that, that they're they're fried corn chips. Um, dunk. No, those are Fritos, man. Cool ranch dressing. Um, I think it's all the same thing, right? It's all yeah. Bad. It's all pre-processed crap, but go but on. But which would, here's the second part, which would you rather order off-menu abroad? Say, uh, yes, I'll be dining off-menu, I will not be having the pasta primavera, I will be having the double down, <laughs> and I'll tell you exactly how to make it. You fry me up some chicken, you put some cheese in there. I'm going to go that with neither, because so my, my pretentious be really, really French cool. waiter is going to grab my bottle of wine and smash it over my head. <laughs> Uh, no, I say just take the double down route with every meal. Like whatever meat they have, get two of that <laughs> and then cheese and bacon in the middle. So like, yeah, I'll So if you're in Germany, you get some you get some schnitzel as the two chicken pieces and then you throw some uh spätzle in between it. Oh gosh. This German I... double down is totally that could totally be a thing and it would be delicious. You can just get two escargot and then get some nice French cheese in there and a little bit of bacon and just slurp it all up. Can they call the German double down the Dussel down? Yes, yes the Dussel down. Schnitzel and Spätzel <laughs> and then Schnitzel. Oh, gosh. Somebody needs to make that. It would be oh, so easy go. and so delicious. Somebody, right somebody go ahead and do uh, Chopped Home Edition and make yourself a Dussel down. And then take a photo and send it into the show. Uh, that could be the next Kentucky kayak. Can we, can we discuss price here? Because the double down is like five bucks, but you're getting like two giant pieces of chicken. You're getting bacon and cheese. Yeah. The Locos Taco, the, this is the main reason I haven't had one yet. It is essentially the same components. Like what goes in it is the same as the average Taco Bell, like less than 99 cent taco. And yet they charge you like two or three bucks for it. Yeah, and I'm it's, not it's like three dollars. Yeah, it's like I'm not paying that much for the bag of like what equates to one tiny bag of Doritos, which is twenty five cents. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. not there there's this price gap here that, you know, doesn't make sense to me. So I will I, I refuse to try it like uh, on that principle. And I think that's that's a problem with Taco Bell overall, is like I don't know like where they went wrong, like Along the line, but when you're charging like four dollars for you know a Crunchwrap Supreme, it's really not that great. Like I'm just eating it because I'm driving a real yeah, long the, way. And... The Crunchwrap Supreme yeah. was great when it was like two fifty. Yeah, and now it's like four dollars. So, I'm but... I'm a big fan of their ninety nine cent like beefy three bean burrito. Yeah, just garbage. Yeah. Six months ago, they had a special week. That it was ninety nine cent Crunchwrap Supreme week, what? and I oh, I wow. missed out on it, and uh, it was the most depressing event ever. <laughs> so, although it would coming... probably would have been equally depressing if I had gone. So, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Wait, which they, is better? If they which... make some, like snacker editions of Double Downs, though, oh man, that'd be so good. I think, I think at least. The, the Doritos Logos Tacos would be a little bit more acceptable, socially acceptable to be seen eating alone. If you're just eating a double down alone in a KFC, people are going to start like putting money next to your chair because they're going to No, you got a classy appetizer party favor. You make double down sliders. <laughs> just get a whole bunch of McNuggets, some cheese, and like <laughs> chop up little strips of bacon. 
and people are gonna love it. Uh, but it won't be that it won't have that 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 kernels, herbs, and spices. Yeah, it won't it won't have been uh, fried in the fat of chickens past. <laughs> it won't have been fried in the the kernels cremated remains. Uh, all right, let's let's take this vote. Um, Jordan, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go double down. Even though I, I mean, I, I'm in favor of ridiculous food. I mean, there was a there's a Burger King in New York City. I don't know if they still do it. That introduced the burger pizza that I still want to try if it still exists. Yeah, it was <laughs> be- literally a a giant like a pizza sized burger. <laughs> That had like all the components of a pizza and a burger, and it w- it had over two thousand calories in it. That's fantastic. Uh, um, so I'm 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 a huge fan of support... uh, gluttonous gluttonous food. Uh, but the American spirit of innovation. Know, double down sounds. Gross. They're the Heelys of the food now, world. If, that... if if uh, the White Castle Crave case was involved in this <laughs> argument, I could get behind that. Oh yeah. <laughs> 30 tiny um, sliders that's the ultimate food challenge to try and eat one of those by yourself oh gosh no that's you're thinking of the fine dining restaurant witty cassell um but it's a common mistake all right kevin how are you leaning um i am gonna go with the deucel down um because i want to try to improve america's image you know globally to try to you know bridge a lot of the the bridges that Bridge the bridges that we've torn down and burned up. So I think oh, the yeah, yeah, down no, could really yeah. do that. I think yeah, they no, would yeah. really bridge, you know, repair some repair some relationships. Can we make a Japanese one with yeah. like panko fried Kobe beef <laughs> and then sashimi in between it? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, all of those things. Although <laughs> Japan, there's a restaurant in Japan, uh, and I can't remember the name of it offhand, but. They have burgers that are infused with cheese uh, in, into the middle, and it's pretty fantastic. That's great. Don't also, did you know like... McDonald's in Japan? You can custom order everything, yeah. and there is a, there's a Japanese website. This guy got a thousand extra orders of bacon, <laughs> and then he did the same thing with cheese as well. And it is the <laughs> grossest but most magical looking thing ever. Uh, it's fantastic. So I Us, also yeah. go with the double down because I I believe in in the mothers of invention and also Frank Zappa. <laughs> so thank you so much for your question, Ryan. And next time you have to choose, go ahead with that double down. Treat yourself. And you deserve and it, Ryan. That isn't because we secretly like don't like you and want you to kill yourself. No, it's because we love you. And yeah, we we do love you. Please we don't. Eat the that. double down. Please is Please don't most... eat the double down, Ryan. The double down is the most hedonistic of fast food items. It's just like you do not care anything other than <laughs> taste bud pleasure. As a sidebar, real quick, I think that burger pizza, that pizza, is pretty fantastic. Did you Maybe... look it up? Uh, no, not yet, but I was just going to say, it's even better than the seven patty burger that my my brother ordered for Burger King to celebrate the release of Windows 7. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Windows 8 coming Whopper. out soon. Windows 8, eight patties. All uh, right. Are you going to do that again, Kevin? Uh, I, I have no reason not to. <laughs> Our next question comes to us from longtime listener, Kimmy Wendland. Thank you so much, Kimmy. 
who just went back to school. Hope things are treating you well down in the Grove. And she wants to know, Conan O'Brien versus Conan the Barbarian. Go. Who reigns supreme? Well, a lot of our total recall arguments are just going to roll over right here. Uh. <laughs> See, I disagree. I, I think that Conan O'Brien has given hope to so many impoverished Irish immigrants, you know, that have come over here on ships to avoid the potato famine. And Which is still going on. You think they'd stamp that out? Yeah, you would think they would have figured it out. Like, grow some corn. Yeah, Jeez, don't grow potatoes. Just don't do it. Um, you know what? Friends I think... don't let friends grow potatoes. <laughs> I think he's just given hope to a lot of people. Uh, Conan the Barbarian uh, has given hope to himself by, uh, you know, killing lots of people. Kevin, See, I think I is, think you're projecting some bigotry towards barbarians. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Um, well, look look at their their mission statements. Right. Uh, Conan O'Brien wants to bring laughter and joy to America and all nations. Uh, and Conan the Barbarian is essentially the same. Conan the Barbarian wants to uh, let's see. Wait, not there's nothing better for him. Than to massacre a village and hear the cries of their women or something uh, like that. You are thinking of uh, Lamentations. Ah, uh, uh, Lamentations. The best book the of the Bible. Yep. Um, the If I can do a little bit of reader's theater for you. Um, <laughs> oh, please. Send us back to the time of the barbarian. Uh, Mongol general says, How? Daye, we won again. This is good. But what is best in life? Mongol, the open steppe, fleet horse, falcons at your wrist, and the wind in your hair. Mongol general, wrong! Conan, what is best in life? Conan, to cross your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of their women. That was, Mong- that was, that was Conan O'Brien, right? <laughs> yes, and then okay. the Mongol general said, that is good, that is good. Um... Now, hold on. To be fair, let's also discuss uh, Conan the Barbarian's uh, softer, less savage side. Uh, Also, I'm going to read uh, direct from the horse's mouth. I remember days like this when my father took me to the forest and we ate wild blueberries more than 20 years ago. I was just a boy of four or five. The leaves were so dark and green then. The grass smelled sweet with the spring wind. Almost 20 years of pitiless cumber, no rest, no sleep like other men. And yet the spring wind blows, Subotai. Have you ever felt such a wind? Now, I'm I'm leaning clo- closer and closer to the idea that they are the same person. Because <laughs> Conan has not gotten a break. I he mean, hasn't gotten sleep for like 20 years because he's always on late night. Yeah. No. And he's been bounced around so much. I mean, he's... he's tr- single-handedly trying to pull TBS out of out of the gutter. Make it more than Everybody Loves Raymond reruns. <laughs> hey, those that's a beloved tradition that I don't think we want to mess with. Um, I mean, I think that point for Conan, he has a sidekick. That's George you know, Lopez? I mean, he's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he's promoting interracial community uh, <laughs> with George Lopez. Uh... No, he's got Andy Richter there to toss a couple of zingers out. And, uh, you know, 
Conan the Barbarian is just he's a solitary soul, you know. There's he doesn't no even one... have an insult comic dog. Yeah, there's no way All to break into like that. All he has is like a horse heart. and a tent. Uh, to be fair, Conan doesn't have an insult comic dog either because yeah, that belongs to NBC. Yep. Yeah, it belongs to NBC's. Fallon now. Yeah. <laughs> What if they just started tossing all of Conan's old bits? That would be awful. <laughs> that would be absolutely terrible. That would be so sad. No, no, it's just like how a band will do covers of other bands' songs. It's just they're joke covers. It's just yeah. like how, like community, like if you fired Dan Harmon for some dumb reason and then gave it to other people. Oh wait, that's happening. <laughs> uh, uh, Conan, Conan the Barbarian always has those sweet pictures though, where he's at like the top of a mountain and he has those like barbarian women clutching his ankles that is and true he and he's lifting he's hoisting a sword aloft yeah and those ladies are hot we can all agree whereas, not as hot as conan <laughs> whereas conan the show hostian is just kind of kind of gangly he's 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 kind of kind of an awkward guy. If you yeah, watch that documentary. he has his awkward nipple stitch dance. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, I think one of Conan the Barbarian's greatest strengths is his string dance. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. When he does that in, in Conan the Barbarian Two, Barbarian Harder, um, it's captivating. Uh you see, Conan the Barbarian, though, you're not gonna have him dragging around Jack White all the all the time. <laughs> So you're not you're not gonna have to put up with with all of that and all of his crazy like hair covered vinyls that he's putting out these days. True. And with Conan the Barbarian, uh, when he's when he's at the ending scene, you're not gonna have to you know put the comedy on hold and listen to a guitar cover of like an old blues song. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, but let's judge judge them if they switched roles. Conan okay. the Barbarian is a talk host. Conan the Talk Host as a Barbarian. Now, Conan the Talk Host as a Barbarian means we're going to see him with substantially less clothes on, and we may be blinded by the paleness. That's what I'm saying. I think that's a big strength of his, is he wouldn't even have to, he wouldn't even have to pick up a sword. He would just blind people with his radiant chest, much like I do. Um... Conan the Barbarian being a talk show, on the other hand, uh, would be fantastic. Fantastic. So, Christian Slater, I hear we see a new movie of yours, and it is very good. What is best in life, Nicolas Cage? <laughs> well, wrong! It is National Treasure 3! Me before you. And well, to be fair, we've way. already had Conan be a governor, so... That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. I think if he can be governor of California, then he could easily do be a talk show. What is oh, best, yeah. Governor Conan? To see the deficit driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of protesters for environmentalism. And to grope <laughs> ladies in elevators. <laughs> oh, man. Although they both had illegitimate children. Really? This oh, Conan? wait, no. I'm just thinking of Schwarzenegger and Conan the Barbarian. Oh. Yeah, no, Conan <laughs> O'Brien. I completely lost track of Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Uh, although Fallon kind of is his illegitimate, yeah, illegitimate child. child. Now, Conan O'Brien does have a really baller Ford Taurus. That, that is true. true. 1992 Ford Taurus show. Although Conan the Barbarian could probably sweep the dressage competitions in the Olympics. <laughs> he has that horse bent to his almighty will. That's right. Although, 
teaming teaming both up with uh, Mr. T. Conan, I think Conan, the talk show host, has got him beat. They they go apple picking together. They write poetry. Aww. That's adorable. Well, let me right, put this at you though, because Conan the Barbarian is also Jason Momoa, who is also Cal Drogo from uh, from Ooh. Game of Thrones. So you're gonna have That's the entire true. Dothraki horde with you. I uh, forgot. I forgot completely about New Barbarian. Yeah, it was so apparently pretty point. bad. I'm eager to watch it. <laughs> Wait, when did it did it come out this year? No, nah, it came out last year, oh, I think. Okay. Maybe two years ago. Mm. I don't know. Alright, well, I think we need to take a vote on this. Kevin, what are you thinking? You know, I, I have to go with Conan O'Brien because if I don't, then I, as a very very pale Irishman, have no hope in life for anything. Uh, um I will go with Conan the Barbarian. Because as someone with no hope in life, and I just need a strong male role model to tell me to tell me what is best in life. Uh, it's the twenty something plight. Uh Jordan, so it comes down to you. Break I'm gonna go pie. I'm gonna go with Conan the Barbarian. I'm gonna go with Mushmouth. Conan Conan the Barbosan. I'm gonna go with Conan the Barbarian simply for the reason that uh, sometime like twenty or thirty episodes ago, we had a we had a podcast question that involved, I think, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Commando and something else. And you guys voted against Commando, and that made me feel bad. So I gotta <laughs> side with. Now that I have the opportunity for vengeance to give Arnold his due, I'm going with Conan the Barbarian. Uh, so thank you so much for your question, Kimmy. Next time you have to choose between watching Late Night and busting out that VHS of Schwarzenegger and Conan the Barbarian, just just get get barbarous. Let me get... tell you, one of them is going to put you to sleep a lot easier than the other one. So uh, You'll just have to test the waters on both and find out. But thank you so much for your question. And our last question comes to us from uh, Judge with a G Lawton. The the big the big G man himself. Oh, the Jim, judge. Jim Jam. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. He is dancing. He is dancing, and he says that he will never die. Uh, who wants to know the Mighty Ducks youth hockey team, coached by Emilio Estevez? Emilio. The Mighty Ducks, the animated TV show that was on Toon Disney. Now, question: Does any of the three of us remember the animated Mighty Ducks? No. I remember it vividly. I, I do not. All right, Tyler, I, you're gonna have to bring Kevin and I up to speed. Yeah, explain okay. it and also differentiate it from Street Sharks. Um, that's and, that's gonna be harder. To and do. the Disney animated show Gargoyles. <laughs> oh man! Wait. Um, oh, sorry. Quickly before we go into that, uh, Disney, I have an idea for you. It's called Go Goyles, and it's about gargoyles who race cars. Oh man, Done. that's that's good. That's good. Oh, you're welcome, Disney. Yeah, uh, come that's, on, that it. one's free also, of charge. I would. Can I would... we make an Airbud movie where he's a gargoyle? <laughs> yes. Uh, as soon as we change the title of this podcast to Disney's Ninjas versus Podcast, <laughs> Disney presents Ninjas versus Podcast. Um. So. All right, here's here's the lowdown on the Mighty Ducks, the animated TV show. There is a race of anthropomorphic ducks on a faraway planet, 
whose entire society <laughs> centers around hockey. Uh, they're, they're like, their weapons for their army are like hockey sticks that you hit grenades towards people. And they're okay. like, their parliament is decided by hockey games. <laughs> it's, it's this whole big okay. ordeal. And right. they, I'm with you so far. They come to Earth. Uh, I think... It's, they are in a, a heated battle with their natural enemy, dinosaurs. <laughs> Space dinosaurs. Who are also anthropomorphic. Something who has they, survived. They didn't go extinct. Who they, they follow to Earth, and both of their planes crashes. Uh, both of their planes crash, but the mighty ducks crash into a city where they are taken in at a hockey rink. And start a hockey team. This sounds like a freaky cross between the plots of Transformers <laughs> and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they, they have their cover. Their big cover is that they are like a hockey team that, um, like everyone just thinks their gimmick is that they're wearing costumes all the time. So they're not even like pro league. They're like bush league. Yeah, city name sports team, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> And then they go and they seek out the dinosaurs to foil their plans and try and bring them in once and for all. And it's pretty fantastic. There's even like a Zorro duck who's this master thief and like uses exploding pucks to break <laughs> through bulletproof glass and has a sword for some reason. It's ridiculous, but also amazing. Could uh, Tyler, c could you or would you like me to enlighten you with some of the character names? I, I would love to have my memory refreshed. Wildwing Flashblade. <laughs> Duke okay. Le Orange. Okay. Canard Thunderbeak. And of course, uh, oh, this is Wildwing's brother, Nosedive Flashblade. Oh, he was the surfer dude one. Of course he was. Oh, that uh, that jewel thief you were talking about was Duke Le Orange. Yeah, of course. Duke Le Orange. <laughs> yeah. the, the French. The French, uh, the French, French alien from duck. Why, why would he name himself after a uh, a French cuisine like that involves like duck? I think that's, also, uh, that's probably canard true. is also a way it to means, prepare ducks. It means a, a, a very different thing in their in their culture. Yeah, they're aliens, okay? That is their they word. Have whole... You have no right using it. They have the, the goalie leader of the bunch, the French dude, the uh, surfer guy, the pretty girl. I was going to say, are there any and, girl ducks? Yeah, there's, there's a red-headed girl duck, and then there's like a Velma equivalent. Who's this yellow-haired nerd? That's that's different. Usually the and they also be... have a manager who's like basically is, is he a duck? No, he's this this greasy schmooze used car salesman type. Oh, he's the he's Shia a... LaBeouf of the movie. He's essentially the <laughs> coach the from show. Good Runnings, who's always good, trying cool, to make a cool bar. Runnings. Good Good Burger Runnings. <laughs> See, uh, so, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up, Tyler, because I have this question for you. Do they have the knuckle puck in the end? They do show? not. See, that's the thing. But there are so many positives to the Mighty Ducks movie. You've got <laughs> Goldberg, who's an unstoppable goalie machine, even if he 
is a bit of a cowardly lion. You've got Keenan Thompson with the knuckle puck. You've got the Bash Brothers. And you also have that one guy who I guess is a cowboy and like lasso people lasso, during that, a game. That can't be legal. Yeah, he gets in the penalty box, but he gets a kiss from the pretty girl. Uh, also, yeah. let's not forget the the most impractical hockey formation of all time: the flying <laughs> V. Which, yeah, if I you play... if if you actually used in a real hockey game, you would get destroyed. <laughs> Wait, um, do do we have? Do the Mighty Ducks, the aliens, have a counter for the Flying V? Do we know? Uh, they have exploding pucks. They're essentially the globetrotters of hockey. <laughs> well, no, They're using I'm, a ladder. <laughs> I'm presuming that this this bout is not a, a fight to the death, but a fight on the ice hockey. One ice hockey team versus the other. Oh, oh so which one would win? Yes. Oh. They are well, both accomplished hockey teams. I don't, I don't know, because the, the Mighty Ducks have the power of heart and also the power of the Rocket Group Queen on their side. Yeah, and, and the power of the underdog story. But also, one of their goalies is a girl, so I don't know if that's good. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, no, I forgot that Danny Tamparelli was in the Mighty Ducks. From, Dude, uh, and, uh... Go from, ahead. from Pete and Pete fame. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, was he? Yeah, he was. Little Pete, not Big Pete. I forgot of about course. that. Also, mm. uh, the bad guy in the first Mighty Ducks was, uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, hold on, I got it. Lane Smith, uh, <laughs> who's more well known as, uh, gosh, you, if you can't remember who Lane Smith is, look up a picture of him, but he was like, he was riveting this, radio. This is riveting. He was Thrill cousin, as Jordan he was remembers the something. District attorney and my cousin Vinny, and he's just like an awesome character actor. Um, advantage, Mighty Ducks. You can bust out your DVD, your VHS. I is Mighty Ducks on Blu-ray? Because if so, I gotta snatch uh, I'm that up. I'm sure they've remastered it. Um, so you done. can you can relive those those glorious moments over and over again. Whereas with Mighty Ducks the animated show, unless you're up at like five in the morning watching uh, Toon Disney or Jetix or whatever, there is there is zero chance that you're gonna find that anymore. <laughs> See, but doesn't that make that make it all the more special? Ooh, you yeah. know that it's that it's you know it's like it's like theater you know it's it's into the wind you'll never see it again etc. That's actually the half of the shows we're putting on this season <laughs> are are alien duck themed. So whoa, whoa, guys, guess what? who's a voice actor? I don't know if he was on the regular TV show, but in Mighty Ducks, the animated the movie, James Belushi is one of the voice actors. Yes, he what? is. As Phil Palmfeather. <laughs> I is... think Phil, I Phil, I think he was the manager. Yes, he was. You're absolutely right. That oh, was man. Jim Belushi? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I thought he had a recognizable voice. Well, that's fantastic. This that complicates is things. This is tough. Well, what, what lessons did, did the Mighty Ducks, the animated series, teach us? Uh, cheat at hockey and <laughs> use 
use hockey sticks and pucks as weapons. Uh, and what lessons did the Mighty Ducks, the, uh, the movie teach us? Uh, s'mores are great, skate through malls, and Iceland knuckle is puck. green, Greenland is icy. <laughs> and knuckle puck, don't forget knuckle puck. And, and knuckle and, puck. And girls taught, are okay at sports, gen- I guess. Taught a generation of campers to always try and turn pucks on their sides, and then even though as hard that as they does can, not and then work, wind up nailing your counselor <laughs> right in the the junkum. Now you're you're thinking of heavyweights. Oh, that's true. Um, Just turn those turn those fatties on their also, sides. Also, weren't we're <laughs> both Keenan and Goldberg also in heavyweights? Yes, you're that's, correct. Yeah, you're and. Right. Not only that, do you guys remember who the villain was in Heavyweights? Ben Stiller. Uh, ben Stiller. Ben yeah. Stiller. Yeah. Uh, so good. Holy cow. Heavyweights, okay. if that was a part of this equation, it would be no question. Can we go Can we go back to Animated Mighty Ducks, though? Uh, Dennis Franz uh, is also the voice of somebody. Oh, man. And he's he's the guy from NYPD Blue, and he's wonderful. <laughs> oh, well, we have to we have to take a vote. We're right at the end of our time. Uh Jordan, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go... This is tough. But I'm going to go with the non-animated, real-life... Not real-life, but fictional story. Live-action. Live-action Mighty Ducks, based entirely on the fact that Kenan Thompson was one of them. (laughs) We've had a lot of Kenan What's up with that? What's up with that? Between Good Burger and uh, Heavyweights and Oh Ducks. Okay. My mind is made up. Oh man. What is what is it made up to? Um I'm going with Mighty Ducks the animated series. The final nail in the coffin. Uh final two nails. One is that the, all the characters in their spacesuits look real heavy, like nineties, you know, spacesuit kind of technology, oh, yeah. which is pretty fantastic. That and the opening theme was written by Jefferson Starship. <laughs> so done. Oh man, Mighty Ducks the animated series. Ah, uh, these these waters are so muddy now. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I I am a I am a known speciesist, and I've got to go with those humans. I'm sorry, but al- alien ducks. Not not gonna fly in my book. I'm I'm gonna go with the youth of today because they are our future, and by today I mean our past. They're also, it sounds adults. it sounds like Michael Bay may have gotten his ideas for this new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie from Mighty Ducks. Yeah, <laughs> entirely possible. Or the other way around with some sort of uh, Total Recall or Inception type of idea or Terminator uh, type thing. That could be true. I'm just, I'm not ruling it out is all I'm saying. So, thank you so much for your your question, Ton of Law. And next time you have to choose, go ahead and watch those Mighty Duck films. Buy those Blu-rays. Like, stop watching Planet Earth, like, every other day and fill out that collection of yours with some some, some ducks. But also... Ducks fly together. Quack, also, quack, for... quack. For the price of twenty five ninety five plus shipping, you could buy only one left in stock, Mighty Ducks the movie on VHS from Amazon. So... <laughs> oh baby! So, oh uh, yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you would like to send in a question, you can send it 
to ninjas versus podcast that's versus vs no period at gmail.com you can get us on facebook which is probably the easiest place uh by searching for the show like it and then you know you'll be getting updates of when episodes are live in your feed post stuff we'll chat with you send us some fan art send us some photos of delicious delicious concoctions that you create um <laughs> and you know we will we will always be happy to talk with you kevin not so much but jordan and i are on there all the time <laughs> I- I, I always I always wait until you know there's kind of already a thread going and then I feel like I have to say something really great and yeah more often than not I don't have anything so he's but I'll he get just, on there he uh, kills threads more uh, more often than not oh my just has to have that final word I did I posted something last week uh, I can't remember what it was but I, it was it was there go look I think for you it. made a comment <clears throat> yeah but uh so you can find us on there. And that's also a great place to leave questions. Um, you, If you would not like your name to be on the show, you can go to formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. And you can send in. <laughs> Submit. Submit. Anonymous questions there. Or you can always tweet at ninjas versus podcast or use the MVP hashtag. And Jordan, do we have a tweet? We have a a legit tweet of the week and a not legit tweet of the week. The legit tweet of the week is to our our man our, our main man Jeffrey Joffrey Jeffrey Joffrey Jeffrey Lawton, uh, who wanted, wanted to let us know, let us and the uh, thirty other spam bots who follow him know that in fifty five minutes and seventeen seconds, I will have listened to every episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast that exists. Nice. What? So, Man, that's like... presumably, since that was two days ago, he is caught up, except he hasn't heard this one yet, except he will have heard it in five five minutes from now. That's almost, that's, we're getting pretty close to have take, taken two entire days of your life that you will never get back. <laughs> You're welcome. So that's that's non-refundable. That. Also, the, the not legit MVP uh, uh, tweet of the week is from UPAH Brazil. Who wants to let us know, uh, wants, wants to inform us, imagine one billion faces for peace. Give peace a face, your face, vamanos, juntos somos mas. <laughs> I really hope that that was a reference to Pizza Face. <laughs> uh, either from all that or the Pizza Hut ad campaign. <laughs> and Another place you can find us if you want to share the show or if you don't like using iTunes, you can go to our RSS host at ninjasversuspodcast.erictribio. That's Eric with a C T O R I B I O dot com. And you can stream all Tyler, the episodes. Do you have spam there, of the week? And you can check out our awesome spam. <laughs> uh, we have a new one that's for all the way back on uh Episode 9, Why Crows for Life. And it's actually pretty intimidating. So we'll see how how far we get through here. But I'll try it. I'll try and speed through it. This is from Gwen Leonard. Thank you, Gwen. Who says, Hello, webadmin. I noticed that your on-page SEO is missing a few factors. For one, you did not use all three H tags in your post. 
I also Tyler. know you are not using bold or italics properly. Tyler. SEO optimization. On-page SEO means more now than ever since the new Google update. Panda. Panda? I guess that's the name of the new Google update. Uh, Tyler, no longer why, why are backlinks and simply pinging or sending out an RSS feed the key to getting a Google page rank or Alexa rankings. You now need capital n-e-e-d on page seo so what is good on page seo first your keyword must appear in the title then it must appear in the url you have to optimize your keyword and make sure that it has a nice keyword density about three to five percent how do you calculate keyword density oh it's... i don't know it's our keyword ninjas versus podcast no spaces <laughs> uh i i don't know it's i think it has something to do with the atomic mass it's pretty in your dense article, yeah. with relevant s LSI, Latent Semantic Indexing. Whoa. Wait, no, semantic. <laughs> latent Semantic Indexing. Uh, latent Semtex Indexing. Joffrey uh, Jeffrey can can tell you this firsthand, but if you go back and listen through the episodes, there's a lot of uh, uh, latent Semantic themes in there. Um, oh, yeah. We're like you a, have to find them. We're like a regular Josephus. It's, it's, this is actually we're like a regular coming. Joe Lieberman. Uh, we are, the three of us are sitting in a, a room in a synagogue and just, just busting this out. Yeah. Um, it's kosher, by the way, too. We anyway, checked. then you should spread all your H1, H2, H3 tags in your article. Your keyword should appear in your first paragraph and in the last sentence of the page. You should have relevant usage of bold and italics in your keyword. There should be one internal link to a page on your blog, and you should have one image with an alt tag that has your keyword. Wait, there's even more! <laughs> they have that written in. <laughs> now, I'm so what glad. If, what if I told you there was a simple WordPress plugin that does all the on-page SEO and, and automatically for you? That's right. Automatically, all caps. Just watch this four-minute video for more information. <laughs> At WordPress SEO plugin. No, thank you. I think. Let me let me summarize that. that. Hey, you need this thing that you don't know anything about, but we can do it for you. Please pay us. <laughs> um, do you guys? I I do want to apologize to you, Kevin and Jordan. I I have been kind of slacking. I'm gonna I'm gonna get our panda right. Um, yeah. Um. Thank you, all of our listeners. Also, please, for, Tyler. For... Why are Why are you not bolding and italicizing? correctly gosh i i'm really i apologize to everyone involved listeners i'm sorry um disney we've let you down uh healy's and really i mean i think i think it's all on you yankee candle company because i'm pretty bold and kevin's pretty italic so yeah he's actually very irish yeah Um, (laughs) but there's there's an underlining problem here tyler and that's yeah, stick stick with us as we we um work on our panda over <laughs> over the next couple episodes. Its Hopefully name is we'll... Ling Ling. And also, we're getting close to our one year anniversary. Yeah, I was we've almost about that. been doing this for a year. Yeah. So well, what it... happened? What happened to those twelve weeks that we uh, didn't record an episode? Uh, twelve really? Wait, what? Well, we're on episode forty. Yeah, and we're well. We've got a couple. Yeah. We've got like. A, co- a month and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we half? started We started in November. So we got, Did we? we got, yeah, we got two and a half months. Yeah, I think November. Oh, that's right. Our holiday our Thanksgiving. All, all holidays episode <laughs> yep. for Thanksgiving. All holidays Eve, yeah. Um, so, oh, and we haven't said this in a while, but it's really, really helpful if you 
rate us on iTunes and leave a review. That's how more people are going to find out about the show. Uh, but more than that, share it with someone you love. Thanks to Animal Tropical for our intro, 20 Miles, and Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. And thank you to you for, for being great. And, oh, quick plug. Um, if you're looking for other funny podcasts to listen to, another podcast that is involved with the Something Awful Network is the show Historians of Time, which is a fantastic, fantastic show where they go through that week in Wikipedia history and uh, read the headlines and then fill in the blanks. It's two Australian guys that are very, very funny. And um, I told them that we'd, we'd give them a plug on the show this week. They're very supportive of NP NVP. So thank you so much to you guys and keep up the good work. And go go give them a listen and a, a review. Yeah, do it. Our final question, keeping with our ninjas, versus theme is ninjas versus barbarians go um ninjas because barbarians just walk around going bar 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 so you're gonna be those ninjas are gonna be able to hear them from a long way away so dead uh, so dead go so dead i'm gonna go with barbarians because Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of them, and if you can kill a predator, you can bet he can kill a ninja. And I am also going to go with barbarians because they have hordes. How many people have hordes? Ninjas, <laughs> like they're they're going solo. They're just going to get swarmed. It's like it's like lemmings with those guys. Well, I think Shredder on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a shore, a horde of ninjas. No, he just had a whole lot of feet. Okay. <laughs> Mostly two left feet. Uh he just keeps getting beat up by those those Calabunga turtle dudes. So thank you so much for joining us as ever. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time. Schnitzel, Spatzel, Schnitzel, Dusseldown. Oh, get that, man. Get, get that it, Dusseldown. get it. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Melt some cheese into that, into that Spatzel. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, it's it's like mac and cheese in between two fried summer pieces. It's gonna be the best. Where we it's, dance it's out in the sun. Your taste buds will love us. Your arteries will. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. And your and your ears are still dead when we're all So thank you. Bye-bye. Bye everybody. Tired from all the fun and That was a good episode. That was a lot of fun. Let the grass scratch up our legs. And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss. Imagine if the Beatles didn't have John Lennon. Woohoo!